U.S. home sales unexpectedly hit a nine-month high. So let's get right into this story. So U.S. home sales unexpectedly rose in October, reaching their highest level in nine months. Though higher prices amid tight supply continued to sideline first-time buyers from the market. So the report from the National Association of Realtors on Monday also showed an increase in the share of investors buying homes last month, likely reflecting growing demand for rental accommodation as the economy reverts to normal thanks to vaccinations against COVID-19. So while the competition for homes has erased or eased somewhat since the mania months earlier this year, competition is still fierce and prices are still rising at double-digit rates, said Robert Frick, corporate economist at Navy Federal Credit Union in Vienna, Virginia. The problem is especially acute for lower-income buyers given prices and home availability are still skewed toward higher-priced homes. Existing home sales rose 0.8% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 6.34 million units last month, the highest levels since January an economist polled by Reuters had forecast sales falling to a rate of 6.20 million units. Now again, a thing to really understand about the situation, right, which is why this is even like a big deal, right, having soaring home prices really screws people who are trying to buy their very first home or people that are trying to save money to put down a down payment on their first home. Because this is kind of like a situation where people could end up overpaying for a home and basically lose their the clothes off their backs, basically, right? And it could be a situation where, like, let's say that someone's working, like, been working towards, like, you know, five years to save up for, like, a down payment for their home, right? And they're, like, working a job that's not really paying that well, but they finally got to the point where they could actually get a down payment for a home that they could actually afford. And then in nine months, the prices soar, completely pricing them out of the market, basically forcing them to stay as a renter and potentially spend, like spending a lot more money on rent when their new contract ends up coming up and basically being screwed on both ways, right? So it gets into a really crazy situation where people who do not own assets are basically getting screwed hard. So sales rose in the most affordable Midwest region in the densely populated South, but fell in the Northeast and were unchanged in the West, which is the most expensive region. Home resales, which account for the bulk of U.S. home sales, dropped 5.8% on a year-on-year basis. First-time buyers accounted for 29% of sales last month, up from 28% in September and down from 32% a year ago. And individual investors or second-home buyers made up 17% of transactions that compared to 13% September and 14% a year ago. And sales soared over summer last year amid an exodus from cities to suburbs and other low-density locations as Americans sought more spacious accommodations for home offices and online schooling during the pandemic. So with vaccinations allowing workers to return to offices and schools to reopen for in-person learning, the pandemic tailwind has subsided. Sales have declined from a peak of 6.73 million unit unit pace in October 2020 but demand for housing remains strong and continues to run against modest supply. So the median existing house price increased 
from a year earlier to $353,900 in October. There were 1.25 million previously owned homes in the market in October, down 12% from a year ago. Last month, properties typically stayed on the market for 18 days. That compared to 17 days in September and 21 days a year ago. So 82% of homes sold in October were on the market for less than a month. Government data last week showed a sharp decline in single-family home building in October and the largest backlog of houses yet to be constructed in 15 years because of shortages of materials and labor that could boost housing inventory when the supply constraints ease, which will be when? Who knows? So at October's sales pace, it would take 2.4 months to exhaust the current inventory, down from 2.5 months a year ago. A 6 to 7 month supply is viewed as a healthy balance between supply and demand, meaning it's uh, doing pretty uh, bad, right? And another way to look at this, right? What would you do in this type of situation, right? Because let's say that you have a mortgage on your house and your house ends up getting like just soaring in price, right? Like let's say that you bought a house for like $200,000. Right now you maybe have like a mortgage of just $100,000 left, but now your house is worth like 300 grand, right? Meaning you could pocket 200K profit, right? Do you just sell your house? But the thing is, you might be able to pocket that profit, but if you try to like move into like an equivalent house or try to upgrade your house, guess what? That's going to be more money that you'd end up paying, right? And it's unlikely that a lot of people are going to downsize. Now, if you were to downsize your home, then that might this might be actually a great time to actually do that, right? Because you could basically downsize your home while paying off your debt, completely clearing out your debt, and putting yourself in a very healthy financial situation. But... If you're someone who wants to sell your home to go move into like either the same or a next level up home, you could end up, you know, overspending by a lot of money. And you got to ask yourself, does that make sense, right? Because who knows how the housing market is going to be months from now, right? And with the cost of like even trying to like build a home now, is it even worth it to do something like that? Because not just the labor, but all these supplies are going to be super expensive, right? So what would have cost to build like a $200,000 home like a year ago or two years ago might end up making a house cost more like $300,000, $400,000 by everything by the end of it, right? And who knows when that would actually end up being completed due to the supply issue, right? So you have increased cost by the supply issue, but then also you get very limited supply in terms of like the total amount of houses being built, total amount of houses being sold that are going to be available because it's like, it gets to the situation where like, okay, is it cheaper to build your house now or to buy an existing house because they end up playing on each other to where it's going to be more expensive now to build a house now than it was like a year ago and it's going to be more expensive to buy a house now than buy a house a year ago right so they're both increasing in cost 
but people's incomes are not necessarily increasing. And if you're someone who didn't own any assets, you didn't have any money in the stock market, you didn't have any money in crypto, and you had no money in real estate before all this, and you're trying to buy a home now, you're facing a pretty big issue, right? You're facing an issue like, well, wait a minute. Can I even afford to do something like this? Can I even afford to even get into a house right now? So this gets into a really weird situation. So one thing's for sure, what you want to do is make sure that your financial situation is healthy to where if you were to maybe even overspend on a house, it's not going to dramatically affect your lifestyle. And the best way to do that is by one, getting out of debt, creating an emergency fund, and starting to automate your investing so that you can start building wealth. So if you want to learn how to master your money and get out of debt, go to 40 so you can be in a position to buy a house whenever you really want to buy a house, regardless of the cost of the house. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, Go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.